Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Wednesday, and uh, boy, I tell you what, that short squeeze on 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 um, on GameStop is just fab- it's just amazing, and uh, it's kind of interesting to see it all happen. I mean, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the uh, the big brokerage houses are all you know, are all ganging up on the, the small guys. I tell you, it's so, it's kind of, unfortunately, it's kind of predictable. You know, they just don't, uh, you know, it's heads I win, tails I, tails I win. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but uh, just kind of want to get into the slides here uh, with the show. Um, without much further ado, let's look at the market direction. The market direction is currently up. And you know what? We had a really good jobs numbers. And it looks like, uh, you know, we're back. I mean, it, 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 the, the, the market is up. Now, we're going through some earnings, and it's, it's really been odd. I mean, I did, uh, uh, I did add to the small portfolio today. Uh, I purchased, um, I purchased a, a, a position in Microsoft as well as Virgin Galactic. And the Virgin Galactic is going to be a short hold. It's only going to be probably through uh through earnings but uh, you know it's it's kind of moving up so sort of interesting the rest of the market seems to be seems to be getting in there it seems like tesla has recovered it pulled back you know on a little bit of a disappointing earnings numbers and then it sort of now it seems to be moving you know moving in the upward direction so that's kind of that's kind of exciting the dow is up significantly today and uh you know the dow what's uh interesting about the dow is that we're over that really important 30,000 numbers so that is indeed very good news um all right so let's take a look just kind of at the other little slides that I was looking at here this is the nasdaq composite to show you a chart of that um and you know this uh you know, th- this is, it's definitely showing some very nice uh, movement as opposed to yesterday. Yesterday, you know, it seemed like, uh, you know, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was in, it was in a little bit of a difficulty. We did have a very, very big, as you can see by this, this red bar here. Oops. Uh, that's, that's an interesting one too. Uh, we did have a very, very big sell off yesterday, but it looks like we've recovered and we seem to be back on the trend line. I, you know, um, it's, it hasn't, you know, it's it's way above the forty day line, so you know that's that's actually looking pretty good. This is the other one I want to show. This is GameStop, and this is the intraday chart. Now, uh, as you know, it went way up, and then you know it's pulled back, but it's held. Interestingly enough, it's held. I mean, it's down one hundred and eight here, uh, about thirty percent. But this is just amazing for a short stop. It's way up there at two thirty eight. There's another stock that uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit here. Uh, in a few minutes, and that's of course, um, you know, that's 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 of course the company called Fizz. It's National Beverage. They're they're called Shasta. I don't know if you remember them as a company, but uh, the Shasta Bottling Company, and uh, it's it's also being heavily shorted too, and it may be fighting back as well. The, uh, Shasta has uh, National Beverage has you know much better numbers than than GameStop, but uh, still still pretty good. Now I did add to my, as I said, I did add to some of my positions. Here and I just kind of wanted to give you a sort of a look, see, you know, sort of of um, you know of of what I've got currently. I've still in blink charging. Where uh, you know, fifty dollars is the is the key level for me uh, because that's uh, I have an I have an option expiring on Friday. It is a fifty option, and we're right above that, so I will get exercised on that. But 
Uh, that should be a very nice profit there. Uh, Progeny, I'm still in that. Um, uh, well, I'm sorry. I guess I did. No, I'm sorry. I did sell Progeny. So, so I didn't. I did. I need to revise that a little bit. Tesla, uh, when this was taken as 841, it pulled as low as 808 this morning, but it's came, come right back. Uh, again, it, it, it went up and then it's pulled back on the, on the news, but it seems to be kind of in that training range from about 805 on up to about uh, 845. So it seems to be at the top of that trading range. I still have a, a call option. I mean, a put option, uh, put spread on Amazon. And as long as it remains above the 3130 level, I'll be in the money there. Uh, Palantir, it's down a little bit today. I do have an, uh, I do have a call on this one as well, a 39 call. So that's been appreciating. So hopefully, you know, that'll stay underneath that 39 when it exercises on the 20, uh, on, on, uh, February 19th. Uh, I did, as I say, I went into Virgin Galactic today. I didn't go just right before the show. I bought one full position for the small portfolio. And then I also bought one full position for Microsoft. Microsoft's doing really, really well. Um, it's interesting. Right at you know, right after it announced, <laughs> it uh, it pulled back, which was surprising because because it, it just you know it it blew the numbers away, and you know it was kind of surprising that that happened. But sometimes that happens. You know, sometimes that sometimes that just happens uh, where they blow away the numbers, and then you know it doesn't. Uh, uh, <laughs> doesn't come up to fruition. So without further ado, let's uh, start to take some questions here. Let me see if I can take some from TikTok first. Let's go all the way back up here. Thank you for joining. Oh, what time is your session starting? Well, normally my session starts at uh, 2.30. You know, I I definitely start at about 2.30. And also I'm simulcasting for everybody uh, so that everybody can get an idea. I simulcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dallas Training Floor. So let's look at Nokia. Uh, this is Nokia, of course. This is a very heavily shorted stock as well. Look at this chart. It's, it's again, it's it's not quite like uh, uh, GameStop, but it, it's pretty significantly extended here. So kind of want to take a look at it. Uh, you know, Nokia, is, it's not bad, but, uh, you know, it, it came right up to this neckline on the consolidation, $5 consolidation, then boom, it just went to the moon. Now it's seven it's seven uh, days in front of earnings. Let's kind of take a look. Yeah, it pulled way up. This is a typical short squeeze, and then it pulled back, and now it's below the neckline, the 514 neckline. So it's currently trading at 480, uh, 483. Uh, but it does have a relative strength of 86, so that's pretty good. There's a lot of selling, of course, that went on. But here's why a short squeeze happens. What happens is people will borrow the stock and then they will sell that, and then they will um, they they will then wait and and hope that the, the stock goes down. Well, if it if it uh, <laughs> if it doesn't go down, then they're going to have to cover their shorts, and that's what happened here. They were trying to cover. And nobody wanted to sell. So this is the this is how this is truly what really moves the stock. You know, good earnings and all that; those are great events and everything like that. But really, when it comes down to it, it's the weak hands and the, and, and and the strong hands. Interestingly enough, most of the time, st- the strong hands are the institutions. But Reddit and a lot of other people out there have really flipped the tables, and they're becoming strong hands just by kind of crowdsourcing it. So they refuse to sell, and of course. They had they had to move up in price in order to get that in, in order to get the um, the 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 asks. 
So it's very, very interesting. Now, uh, currently, Nokia looks like, let's take a look to see. I want to see what the short interest is on this. Um, gosh, it doesn't, does it show the short interest? Okay, let's see if there's a, sh I want to see the short. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so so the short interest on Nokia, <laughs> and this is why, this is one of the reasons why it's such a, um, you know, potential short squeeze here, is that 30% of all the outstanding shares of this, uh, of Nokia are short. Okay, so that's amazing. I mean, typically, you know, typically if you have shorts under about five, you know, that's normal. But 30%, that's way, that's one of the most shorted stocks out there. And that's obviously what caused this um, this spike is that when it came time to cover those shorts, people got together and they said, no, we're not going to sell. And so you're going to have to pay more. And that's what pushed it up. Now, eventually all these people covered. And then, of course, now it's come back down to reality. And reality basically right now is right below that neckline. Now, here's the thing. Would I buy this at this point? Well, you know, I, I think you want to wait until it, until it bounces and moves above this, um, move, moves above $5.14. If it moves above $5.14, then I think you consider buying it, but not until. So let's look at that 15 million chart. This is kind of the, this is how it works. You know, it just was flatlining here, okay? Just just forever, as you can see, it was just kind of just flattening, going along, and the guys were shorting it, shorting it, shorting it, shorting it, shorting it, and then all of a sudden, they had to start covering, and so it started to, to, move, to move up. And then there was a massive, they had to do a massive short covering. Now, why do, why do people, why do people uh, have to, to do a short cover? Well, because they come below the requirements, and it's required that they, that they have to cover those shorts. So they, so they covered those shorts, and they weren't able to find anybody that wanted to sell. And so, boom, it goes way up. And this is obviously, this is what they call a climax top. Very interesting chart pattern because you can make money in these climax charts, but here's how you do it. If you see one of these things happening, and, you know, I wish I had seen this. You know, I did this on Tesla uh, about a year ago, but if you can see one of these things happening where there's a, there's a breakout like this, what you do is you can buy it. What you do is you 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 buy it, and then you start setting up your stop loss and then up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And eventually it'll break. And that's where it broke right there. It broke at about $9. And then it came crashing down to earth. Well, if you have your stop loss up here at like eight fifty, and this thing pulls back, you're going to get sold out. You're going to get sold out right here. So very interesting. Now, um, so, so that's, uh, you know, that's kind of about Nokia. Nokia is an interesting one. Another one that, you know, another one of these short, um, uh, the, these, these, the stocks that are being shorted right now by, by a lot of the big hedge funds is a, is a company called National Beverages, F-I-Z-Z. Is the, and I'm making a little video about this one. This is, this is actually, you know, this has some potential probably for some, some, uh, some more, some more uh, cash to be made. Let's look at the daily on this one. This is this is fizz. <laughs> I love that there. It did this had a short squeeze here, but its pullback was not as severe. Its pullback basically was to 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 support there. You see, it moved up. There was a short squeeze. Boom. Was, you know nobody wanted to sell. Nobody wanted to sell. Nobody wanted to sell. Finally, it got up to two hundred, and then people said sell. 
you know, kind of like in Trading Places. Remember that uh, that great scene in Trading Places? It's kind of like this, you know, in the cell. And then as it's moving down, you see the people that uh, that did it right, that have that, that have their stop losses up there. Boom, they're sold. They're sold out. And then, you know, eventually it bounces and then it comes and then, and then it skids back down from here. So currently 152.53 on Fizz. Let's look at that 15-minute chart. That's really interesting. It, it happens all very quickly. As you can see, yesterday it just happened within a, just a very, very short period of time. You know, it went, it moved all the way up to 200, and then it pulled back down, and they they halted it. They halted it here, <laughs> and then now it's pulling back up. So, can you buy this thing? Well, I'd be a little bit careful about this. This is a little bit too late to be in this one, but uh, very interesting. Just, it's extremely interesting. And of course, all the talking heads on CNBC are talking about it, and uh, they're telling everybody how terrible it is that the retail investor might make some money. It's really funny. They're very transparent. <laughs> They're basically shills for the big boys on Wall Street. Hey, Jim, thoughts on AMRC and ATI? Let's look at ATI. ATI. See if I can get... Ooh. All right, Allegheny Technologies. All right, so there we go. Okay, well, interesting. Okay. I haven't been looking at this one, but uh, it's got so it's got a nice relative strength. I'll tell you that it's got a ninety-one relative strength. That is good. We've bounced off the twenty-one day line. That is good. Let's see if there's anywhere place we can buy this. Let's go to the the uh, um, the <clears throat> the weekly chart. It looks as if you know really where we want to buy it obviously the uh, the best place to buy it of course is if it moves above about 28 and why because that's an all-time high but it seems to be making progress and it seems to be moving right up the um right up the 50-day um, uh moving average so that is indeed good as well but let's take a look to see if it's good enough on the checklist well it is three you know it's got 66 percent. that's my minimum typically and we have nice funds coming into it, so we're 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 pretty stable on the funds at about three hundred and seventeen. Uh, there is some issues here, though, with profitability. Here's the thing: I would watch this one. I would wait on this one, um, you know, because I just think it needs to show a little bit more strength. Let's look at the sector that it's in, just to make sure that we're we're dealing with the very best sectors that we can. Well, thirty-seven out of one ninety-three—that's pretty good. So the specialty steel and alloys, it's not a bad one. I'm, I'm surprised. This is usually a laggard sector. So, you know, what do you know? Uh, it looks pretty good. We have 61% fund ownership, and that indeed is good because typically when the funds pile in, that's when the stock goes up. Because why? Well, the reason is, is because typically funds are what they call strong hands. And so they're, they're, they're less willing to sell. And because they're less willing to sell, it costs more to buy. So, uh, that's sort of what's happening here. So it looks like a pretty good stock. I just, I just would be very careful, Robert, on this one. Uh, I would not buy it immediately. I would watch this list. Now let's look at AMRC to see if there's anything there. AMRC. That of course is, um, oh, interesting. Okay. Industry infrastructure. Boy, this is not about, this is not about chart. Let's, let's take a gander. And this is the weekly chart. You always probably want to start out in the weekly. I'm really liking these 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 numbers here um, with the 93 relative strength. That is very strong. Uh, also, we have nice increasing sales. 
I'm, I'm not interested in the sales of the name of the profits typically because the stock market is a forward-looking indicator, and typically it looks about out about 6 to 18 months. So if you have increasing sales, typically you have increasing profits in the future, and that's what people do. They're buying the future today. So uh, funds are 63% in here, so that's good. We have 293 of them. That is good as well. Uh, and we have a, a Q, okay. Uh, so th- it looks fairly good. Let's look at the checklist. Wow, it's 100%. You don't see that often. That's 100% checklist. And look at the, let's look at the industry group. 37, yeah, wow, four. <laughs> I would say this one's a buy. Now, the question is, where can we buy it? Wow, okay. It looks like it's pulled back to the 21-day line. Here's the thing. It looks like it's reversing. Wow, I think you could buy this right now. Now, this is not an optimal buy point. I'll be honest with you. This one is not an optimal buy point because it doesn't have a base pattern, but it looks as if it's just moving nicely up this uh, the 21-day line. It just reversed off the 21-day line. So this, and with fairly good volume. So, you know, this, believe it or not, right now, and this is unusual because you know, here I've been, I, this is buyable. <laughs> this one, this one is buyable. AMRC. So, wow. Thanks for that question. That, that this one is, is absolutely viable and it's viable off the 21 day line. So, uh, great question. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for that. Out of those two, I think you want this one. AMRC. All right. So next question is on, um, uh, on square Jim's thoughts on square. Uh, what can I get in? Thanks for your great size. Thank you very much for, and, and please tell your friends. I, I need, uh, I need, I mean, it's not, I don't get much for the ad dollars, but I get a little bit. So it helps me, you know, cover some expenses. So I really, really, really appreciate that. So let's look at square and see if there's a place that we can kind of get in. Now, interesting thing about square is that a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of small businesses are, are are moving to Square. Out of the out of the two Jack Dorsey companies, Twitter and Square, I think Square is by far the best. And it looks as if we may have had a reversal. So let's look at the chart. I'm going to look at the weekly first because I always, you know, that gives you a, a nice overview. Now, currently, we we can't buy it right now because it's because it's retreating. But that said, we have it. It looks as if it if it, it may reverse. Now let's take a look at the daily chart to see. Now here's why. Here here's how a stock typically moves. If if it's if it's moving properly, it's going to kind of bounce up the line and it's going to kind of stick to the same the same line here. That's definitely the case here. That you know it's definitely moving on the um, the 50 day moving average. So let's go over to the let's go over to the daily chart. Yeah. Okay. You see, it's bounced once twice and it's bounced three times and it's moving up. So this is actually a very good time to buy it. Why? Because the um the 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 40 day line it's 40 day for the for it's 40 day line for the daily and it's and it's a 50 day it's a fifth uh, it's a 10 week moving average for the for the weekly and that's the red line here. So it has definitely bounced. So it's gone up it's got down and then it's coming back up. So this is a very good time to buy it as it moves above this line here, which is the 21 day exponential. So uh, not a bad place to buy it. Now it's, it's, it's a little bit tight in terms of earnings. It's 20 days in front of earnings, which is not a lot of time when it comes to, 
you know, when, when it comes to it, it's not, uh, you know, 20 days in front. I've got to just kind of move in one of my monitors. I'm kind of moving my monitors around, sort of rearranging the deck. So really raising the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. <laughs> um, but this, this, it, this lets me view the, view the monitor here a little bit. So we're doing, we're looking good there. Where can we buy it? You know what? I think this is Bible and I think it's Bible actually right now. And that's very, very unusual. Uh, but I do think this one <laughs> is, uh, I, I do think this one is, is, is currently viable. So let's, yeah, I think, I do think this one is viable and I think it's viable right at this level. Uh, I think, I think it's actually viable right through. It's had a very nice upward movement, 17, um, uh, 82. It's, you know, when you get these reversals like this, this can be a very, very good time to buy. So I could, I, this is definitely viable. This is definitely viable right now. So I appreciate that, uh, that question. That, that was a great question, and, it, and it's a good stock. So Square, SQ, and it's viable right now at 219.98. So very, very interesting. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Hey, well, thank you for this question. I wish I had bought uh, AMC at 12. So let's look at, let's look at AMC. You know, AMC is one of these heavily shorted stocks, just kind of like uh, GameStop. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, they're, 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 you know. Now, here's what's happened. Okay, well, hmm. Boy, you know, in the, these 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 shorts are hard to play. What you got to do, and you bought it. Let's see, you bought it at twelve, right? Okay, so so you bought it right here at this level. Oops, yeah, you bought it right at twelve. Okay, here's the thing, and and we're and we're and we're all the way down to well, we're already down to um that. Okay, well. That okay, <laughs> should get my ad blocker on there. Um, so we're at 99 and it's pulled back and it's pulled back. You know, here's the thing you know, it may pull up a little bit, but here, but I would, well, eh, that's a tough one. When you buy like this, what you have to always do is immediately when you buy it here, you have to start setting your stop losses up, and you just what you do is you just run them up, run them up run them up, run them up, run them up. And if it opens below where you have your stop loss the day before, it immediately sells you out right here. Unfortunately, that didn't happen in your case. So here's the thing. I would probably take the loss, to be honest, because you're more than 7.5% down. That's probably, not the, that's probably not the answer you wanted to hear, but I think it's going to be hard for it to move. Now that the short squeeze is done, you know, let's see if it moves over. You know, here's the thing. We're still above the <laughs> okay here's what I, here's what i would do in your case uh will we're still above the um you know we're still above the neckline for are we yeah we are we're still above the the pivot at 735 here's the thing immediately set a stop loss right now at 735 735 is where you want to set your stop loss right now for this for for this issue um you know because that's that is where that that if if you go below that it's going to be it's going to be very difficult. So, I I would set it right. Well, let me see if I can put that up on the screen. Let me get that. Let me. <laughs> sometimes it lets you. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, okay. So I'm so the um, set stop loss at um, seven. 
35. Okay. There we go. There we go. So set the stop loss at 775. Okay, set it right. The reason for it is that this is the this is the prior base here. Oops, there we go. So this is so this is where you want to set your stop loss at this number. 770. 735, okay? That's where you want to set it. All right? Now, it may pull down. It may sell you out, but we may get a bounce. And if it does, then as it bounces, if it does bounce, and I don't know if this is going to happen, (coughs) then you want to start setting your stop loss up. And then eventually it'll pull back and you'll be sold out. But that's probably your best bet is to immediately set a stop loss for this one, uh, AMC, at 735. Now, if it pulls below that 735, you're going to be sold out. But every day at the end, if it moves up, you want to move that stop loss and you want to keep it within about 2.5% below where it closes. So you just continuously move it up. And that's what I would recommend here because, unfortunately, we did kind of lose out on some of that good gain uh, because we didn't, we didn't have that stop loss set when it, would, you know, when it was going to pull back. That's almost always how these work. You'll see it. You'll you'll see it um, pull back, and then you know it, it will it will race up uh, on the climax top, and then after the shorts basically after the shorts have been squeezed out, then it will pull back. So the way to play it is to buy it and then put that stop loss up and move that stop loss up, and then when it pulls back, um, you know it uh, it. You know it will it will sell out. Okay, hey Jim, I have a Tesla spread expiring tomorrow, eight fifty. Oh, what do you think? Uh, I think it will reach eight sixty. You know what? I I had a spread too, by the way, but mine was a little bit lower. It was uh, you know, it it, it was a um eight thirty five uh eight um eight forty seven fifty spread. Same thing, put spread. Um. You know, uh, I was a little bit more conservative on that. You know, here's the thing. I would probably close it. And the reason I would, and I know that that that's probably what I would do, would be to, I would be to, I would close that one because I do think it will pull above, um, you know, I think it's going to pull back up to the 10 week, 10 week moving average. Let me show you that chart there for this one. This is Tesla, by the way. It, I think it is going to pull back up to this little pink line here. Okay, I think it's going to pull this pink line because that's the 10-week moving average. You see it. What it did is it it, it it had bad news, and then it pulled back, and then it bounced right off that 21-day. Boom, it just bounced right off of it. And then it can, it's coming right back up to the 10-week. So I do think it's going to be at the 10-week. The problem is the 10-week is at 8.49, and I think that's going to be just shy of where you need to be, unfortunately. I think it's going to be just shy of where you want you need to be. Now, if you if you could monitor this one, what you can do, and this is this is a tough thing to do, this takes a little bit of manipulation depending on which brokerage you have, is you could sell a buy to close sell um, uh, buy to close um, buy to close sell to close order, uh, and then just ratchet it up. That would be another way to do it, but probably um, I do think it's going to move higher. So probably don't don't sell don't do it tonight. Don't close it tonight. 
wait to see how it opens. I think it's going to, I think it, Tesla is going to, is going to move to the, um, the 10 day line and the 10 day line is right now at about 840. So that's where the, that's where the 10 day line is at about, at about 840. So I would probably hold it. Now I would get ready to sell it, ready to close it. If, if it, if it doesn't, if tomorrow it opens above 840, you want to keep it. If tomorrow it opens below 840, you want to immediately close the position. So that's kind of my take on it. Uh, with with it with 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 that position, I, I think you, that's definitely kind of, you know, what you want to do with that. I, I think that's how you want to handle that particular um, that particular situation. You're just a little bit you're just a little bit too high on that, unfortunately. Thank you, Gunner. Hi, Jim. I bought DraftKings at the buy point uh, at fifty seven thirty five. Would you stay uh, or would you go? <laughs> My plan is to set a stop loss at two and a half percent below the close plus. It was up. Yeah, that's really good. Let's look at DraftKings. Uh, I do think, though, let's well, see if I'm. There we go. EKNG is DraftKings. That's the. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, you you bought it at fifty-seven thirty-five. It's fifty-six. Okay, so it's a little bit below your buy point. But that's still really good, though. We have strong, you know, it's it's it looks strong. Um, yeah, okay, it's right above the forty day. Uh, okay, um, where would I put the? You know, <coughs> you might want to reset the stop loss to right here, fifty two forty. Uh, that's not two and a half percent below, but that's where the 21 day line is because, and why would you do that? Well, initially when you get into position, initially when you get into position, two and a half percent is below is a good place to put the stop loss. But now we have forward motion. It's moving up, even though, even though it's lower than where you bought it, there's still forward motion in there. And it probably is likely to move to, to move higher based on based on this chart action that I can see. So we want to be a little bit more more a little bit more liberal on where we have that stop loss. Here's what I would do uh, with that stop loss. I would be, you know, potentially moving that stop loss, uh, you know, da- uh, down a little bit to the tw- to the twenty to the twenty one day line. So I'm going to say uh, move stop loss. Oops. To twenty-one day line, and that is at. And I'm going to give you an exact number. Um, fifty-two thirteen at uh, fifty-two thirteen. So that's where I would consider doing it i i would i would i would consider i i, I would consider it to the tw- uh moving it to the 21 day line at 5213 that's that's the reason the reason for that is because at that level at the level of 5214 um you're going to have a um i think i think it's very defendable that's going to be that's the that's the 21 that's the 21 day line. So that gives a little bit more room for it to move. I definitely think this is moving up and it has it it, it has it, it's going to punch through the 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 neckline once again. So that's what I would do, Gunner. I would move that stop loss to the 21 day line or basically 5213. So that's where I would do it for DraftKings. 
but uh, congrats. I think I think draft. I think you're going to be very pleased with DraftKings. Uh, I think you're going to be very pleased with uh, the action on that because I think it's a really good stock, and I do think that uh, you know it's it's starting to make that move. Hey, thank you from for looking at me from Sweden. That's really really great. I'm amazed. Uh, <laughs> I'm amazed. I've never been to Sweden. Always wanted to go. I have some Swedish friends here, uh, but I've always wanted to go. But uh, not not in the winter though. <laughs> Only in the summer. Let's look at Neo. This is a question. This is a Chinese. Um, automobile manufacturer it's kind of considered by many to be sort of the chinese tesla that's that's what people say about it so i've invested i've been in in and out of this a few times let's just kind of see what the trend is let's let's look at it a little bit to see if there's anything there that we can kind of glom onto there is a buy point and it's been you know we've 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 seen this buy point for a while let's look at the weekly chart um, yeah. Okay. So there, there. You can't see it on the. You can't see it on the weekly chart, but you can definitely see it on the daily chart. And it's it's basically right here. It's fifty two twenty. Now, what's happened is that there's some resistance. Uh, basically, it's trading within a range from about from about this level down to about this level. So, uh, what's happened is that you know it it moved past that, powered through that. And then moved up, and then boom! It had it 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 got, um, you know, it 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 uh, it received a lot of, um, you know, it it, re- it received a lot of resistance about sixty four twenty five. So this is about the top of it right now. It's at fifty eight thirty eight. So can you buy it at this level? Well, yes, you can. It's probably gonna, you know, but really where you really want to buy it is probably if it moves above about uh, sixty four. But you probably could buy it in this range. Uh, it, it probably is viable at this at this level. Now, would I buy it? Well, the checklist is pretty good. Eight out of nine, and there's lots of funds in it. Six hundred and twelve. So here's the thing, you know. And interestingly enough, I do believe, uh, you know, I I do believe that this one actually. <laughs> I don't always say this. I think this is viable. I really believe this is viable right now. Uh, based on it looks like it's reversing off the 21 day line which basically the 21 day line is the neckline for the uh the cup formation at 52 at 5720 so yeah this one's this one's definitely viable that's a great question thank you so much um let's see so i can't s u g s v a m p t y p that's an interesting title uh, but uh, yeah, I definitely think it's viable right at this point uh, at fifty-eight thirty-eight. So uh, you know, I do think it's viable at at this level. So that's very interesting, very very interesting. Let's see about the next question. Uh, let's look at Palantir, and that's a question from James. Uh, so let me go look at Palantir. I'm actually in Palantir. P L T R, of course, is the. Um, the symbol. This is a, a recent, relatively recent IPO, but uh, it's it's had a lot of nice fund on, um, f- you know, f- some sponsorship. It seems to be pulling back down to this uh, this pivot. It's sort of an IPO pivot on the consolidation. Thirty three fifty, sort of is is where it seems to be pulling to. It's it's at right now thirty five fifty eight. So what's happened is that there's definitely you know there's definitely seems like there's a floor here. At about this at, the, at about this level, and then you know it's it's it pulled back down to this level and immediately when it hit it, it went back up. So 
Uh, is it viable at this point? Well, hmm, let's look at the weekly chart to see uh, if it is. You know, it's just right above the pivot it, uh, on a consolidation. So can you buy it at this level? Well, unfortunately, I think it's a little bit extended, but it, you could buy it at this level. It's a very, very strong relative strength, 98, and there's a lot of buying. So, yeah, I, you know, I think this is viable, actually, at this point. We're, a little, we're almost out of the buy range, though. I, I want to be I, I want to be very um, very very um, specific about this. We are we're a little bit out of the buy range, but looking at the weekly chart, and that's really one you need to size off of. I think that you know it may be viable at this level because it just looks like it's moving right up the forty day line. So here's my but let's let's check some other criteria. I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's still got a six out of nine checklist, and you know the fund it's it's increasing funds. You know the the industry sector that is a, that is an issue, but overall I think this is very viable. I think it's viable right now at this price. So that is my take on Palantir. All right, so let's see if we can get to the next question here. Let's see. Uh, Robert, great. Let's look at HB HDB. Okay, HDB, HDB. Um, oh, okay. This is a bank. It's an ATR. It's an Indian bank. Interesting. Um, I'm not that familiar with the Indian banking sector. If, if this was a U.S. bank, I would probably say no. But the Indian market is one of the best banking markets right now in the world. So. Uh, that, you know, I don't, and I don't, I don't know, I don't claim to know a lot about it, but I know that the Indian banking market has been very strong, uh, you know, because there's just a lot of, there's a lot of business. It, the, it, it does have a relatively weak relative strength at 60, 67. The, um, the earnings are up slightly, but they're up and that's important. Uh, the checklist is 55. Oh, that is so close. You know what? This is a watch list. I wouldn't buy this one right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy uh, this one right now. HDB. I think it's a good. I think it's a good one. I think it could be watch listed, but I don't think you want to buy this one right now because even though even though it has bounced and it's pulled above, let me show you the chart on it. There we go. That would help, wouldn't it? Okay. Even though even though it is pulling up above this, um, uh, above the the forty day line here. And it looks like it's bounced. You know, I would buy it, but I I might. It's a little bit weak for me to buy. The checklist is a little bit weak. I would only buy it if it moved above the 10-day line. And that is about 73. So we're, we're actually really close potentially to buy this on a momentum buy. Okay, because there's a lot of buying going on on this one. Would I buy it? I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. It's just a little bit too weak for me, and it's not in the right sector. But I think it could, I think it'd be watch listed, and I think you could probably consider buying it if it moves above about seventy four uh, on you know above about seventy four. So I don't think it's a buy. Um, I think it's a watch list for uh, <clears throat> HDB. But let's look at um, NV. NVCR. Uh, All right, NVCR. Novacure. Okay, yeah, this one. This one has been interesting. Yeah, this is this has been a real. This has been a real. 
real hot stock. I've been, I haven't been in Novacure, but uh, it's it's this one's been good. Um, here's the thing: it's this one definitely has more of the things that you're looking for. It's got an 89 relative strength. I'm really liking it. I like very high relative strength stocks because I like to be hunting for my prey stocks in, in the best forest that I can, and that typically is at the top of the market. Okay, it's nicely up with sales. Beautiful. Um, we're just on the verge of being cash flow positive. We're not there yet. 67% funds. I'm really liking that. But what I like also like here is we have increasing fund ownership. So that is strong. Um, it's got an excellent checklist, 80, 8 out of 9, and the funds are definitely moving into it. So that's good. Uh, also, we have 76 out of 197. So that indeed also is a very good sign as well. So this is a definitely a buyable stock. Now, the question is, can you buy it here? Is there a place to buy it? Well, Yes, there is. It's not the best place to buy it. Um, but buying off this 40-day line, this typically is a very good way to go. Uh, you know, to buy it right about here, all right, about 155. And then and then if it, you know, hopefully it'll move above one um, 185. If it does, you want to hang on to it. But if it moves up to 185, you probably want to sell it. The um, So there's potentially as much as a $30, $30 gain in there. This is definitely buyable. Whereas HDB wasn't buyable, um, Novacure, Novacure, it, Novacure is buyable. It, 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 it really is. You know, this one really is buyable. So I definitely think that, you know, you might want, you might want to consider it. Now, would I, would I do this one? Well, um, you know, I think there's some other, um, do you, I think that we're, we're seeing some more risk in the market. So I'm tending to kind of, you know, balance my risk out more and try to go with one, you know, kind of one speculative play and then and then one not so speculative play. One, if you're looking for a stock that you can buy right now that's breaking out, it's very high quality. I know this is going to be boring to you. Uh, Microsoft um, has just broken out and it's in the buy zone, and that's why I did buy it today for the smart portfolio. So I want to kind of show you that that one uh, right now. Um, let, on, let's look on the weekly chart for Microsoft. Microsoft had really good earnings, and um, initially it pulled back, but the buy point on the consolidation base is 232.86, uh, and currently it's 238.93, so it's right in the buy zone on a consolidation base with heavy volume. So if you're looking for another, and this is, I know that Microsoft is not as exciting a stock, but look at its performance over the years. I just want to show you this. When it's right to buy Microsoft, it, it's usually very right. So, so look at that. I mean, if you can get it as it's moving higher, and I do believe it is because this looks like the channel here, you know, I think that we're, we're you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to keep on this ascent. So I do think at this point, if you're looking for a stock now, here's, there is, there is some issues. Uh, relative strength of 58, which I don't like to see, uh, and the volume has been has, has been flagging. But um, they they absolutely printed money with their Azure service, and so I think at least in the mid in the in the medium term, I think that that one may be a better bet than than Novacure. I mean, I know that Novacure has been a great one, but you might want to consider uh, Microsoft because uh, at least for right now, I mean, right now, uh, you know, right now. Microsoft is, is looking good off these earnings. And a lot of times, um, you know, 
off the earnings is, is one of the better times to buy it. So let's look at another one that I, that I love a lot. And this is uh, from Harris. This is RVP. This is retractable technologies. And, uh, this, uh, I was, I've, I've been in and out of this one since the summer. I typically do an under $10, uh, show where I show you highly rated sh- sh- shares that are under $10. And, and this one is just keeps, keeps coming back. It, it's funny because, you know, uh, you know, I, this is also, by the way, this is a Dallas company. I just thought I would and actually in little Elm and it just seems to be performing very, very nicely. It seems to be hugging. It seems to be hugging this, um, this 40 day line. So that's, so this seems to be the trend it's pulled up a lot. Um, you know, but it's at a, it's, it's, it's at a high, high. So <laughs> basically I think that, you know, we're in basically in this channel, it's got a 98 relative strength and look at those sales. They're just moving up very nicely. 133. Now the question is, I definitely like this stock and I'll be honest with you. I do like it. Um, but the question is, can we buy it? That's the, always the question. You know, the checklist is great. It's it's eight out of nine. So that's a 90, 88 checklist on the percentage. We have, look at that. We, you know, last year, you know, a year ago, we had 11 funds in it. We have 177 funds in it now. That just tells you something. Now, I don't like the industry sector. Medical supplies is one of the worst ones. But I do, but because this is a stellar uh, company, I, I think this is worth your time. I, I do. Um, now is it, can you buy it at this level? Well, you know, it is making a higher high. Will it pull back? I just don't know. There's just isn't a really a great place to buy this. You know, I'd like to see it pull back to 14 and then reverse. I think you could buy it at this level. It's a little bit extended. Let's, let's look at the 10 day line. Let's see. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit extended. You see, that's a lot of extension there. Uh, about that 10-day line. Here's what I would do on this one. I would watch list this and see if it pulls back a little bit. I think it will. You know, I think it'll pull back to about 15, and then it won't be for, so far extended. You don't want to buy it. You see this little line here? This is the pink line that I'm showing you. I don't know if you can see it on the chart. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, uh, I'm simulcasting this on YouTube, so I'm actually showing the chart. But uh, trust me on this one. Uh, this is retractable technology is a little bit too far extended above the 10 day line for me right now. If it, if it could have that, if you come down maybe to 15 or 1525 and then reverse, I think you might have a winner here. I do think it's going to pull back a little bit, but, uh, you know, this is a very good stock and I think you could buy it. I just don't know if you want to buy it as extended as it is now. So here's the, here's what I would do on this one, Harris. I would watch list this one and get this on your ready list because if it pulls back to 15 and then reverses, I think you might have a winner. So I really appreciate that, uh, that, um, um, that suggestion. Let's look at, uh, let's look at Apple. Um, you know, Apple just literally printed money. I mean, they had one of the best, they had one of the best earnings reports ever. Uh, I mean, Apple is a juggernaut. Apple is a juggernaut. Now, here's the thing. It's also one of the most widely held stocks in the world. So it's it's not going to be to double, uh, you know, for Apple to double would be next to impossible. Um, you know, a retractable would be easy, but to for, 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 for a stock like that to double, very, very hard. But it is it has just got such quality earnings. Now, here's what happened, though, today. And let's kind of look at it. And this is why, you know, it's really hard to buy this 
you don't want to buy this too far extended from the 10 day 10 day moving average but that's probably the place to put it it the 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 buy point is 137.98 and it's it, it pulled above that today and then it pulled right back down what you want to do possibly is see if you can get it to buy it off the reversal off of the 21 day line um, and that's about 133.50. So if it pulls down to about 133.50 and then reverses to maybe 134, that's when you want to buy it. Right now, right now it's in the wrong direction. It's moving the wrong direction. You never want to buy a stock when it's moving downward. You want to wait until it bounces and then moves higher. Um, so I definitely think it's, I think it will make another attempt at moving through the 137.98 buy point. Uh, but there's been a fair amount of selling in the last few days. So I, I think this is due to reverse and go higher. Wait for the reversal, and I think you might have a good – I think you might have a very good buy on Apple. Everything else on Apple looks really, really strong. It's just there's a lot of resistance at the 137.98 buy point. It's just a lot of resistance there. Note to hedge funds. <laughs> Trading involves risk. Absolutely, it does mega homes. You know what? And I'm so glad that I'm so glad that they are seeing. You know, it, it's it's amazing. It's how the arrogance of a lot of these guys is just phenomenal. You know, they want everyone else to take risk, and when they get in trouble, they want you know they they want they want to run to Washington and get them to bail out. But you know, you know, so many of those hedge fund guys, they're the ones that are putting the money into those congressional campaigns and they they own Congress. So it, it's just, it's a bad scene, but in, in a way I'm kind of glad they're getting a little bit of cup up, come, come up. And I think it's long, long overdue. And hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, they don't, they, they don't make it illegal to make a profit um, on here. I just hope they don't. Uh, what time is your training session start every day? Well, it's basically what I do is for Dallas trading floor, uh, I, I do my sessions at um, at 2.30 Central. So, you know, um, you know at, at, at 2.30 Central. Now, sometimes I'm, I'm not always right on the dot on time. I wish I was because uh, sometimes I get sidetracked because I, I trade my own account. That's how I make most of my money is by trading my own account, you know, not by selling books or anything like that. Though, I mean, I do have those available, but, um, you know, I, do, I mainly make it from trading. And I basically try to show you how I would trade something. So that's, that's, that's my main, that's my main thing. If you're watching me on TikTok and you want to see the charts, the problem is I can't broadcast the charts yet to TikTok. I can do it with stills, but I can't, I can't do a live chart. So what I do is simultaneously, I, I, I broadcast on YouTube and it's youtube.com slash Dallas Training Floor. Now, if you can't remember that, super easy if you're on TikTok, just go to my profile, hit the link and you will see uh, you you will you will see a um, a little embedded uh, YouTube that you can just push on. That's today's you know that that's you, that's the the day's um, live video. And after the after the show, um, thirty minutes later, you know we basically put it up on on, on YouTube as well. So um, that is kind of the, um, the that's kind of the the long and the short of it. So, and also for people that are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to me, uh, youtube.com slash Dallas trading floor. And, uh, you know, I hope that you will, you know, I hope you will, I hope you will like, and subscribe. So I really like it when you do that, uh, with YouTube. So that also helps me. That also, that also helps me a lot as well. So next question. Thank you. Uh, let's see. 
All right. So, um, so I think I did something on Square, so I'm coming. I'm going to come back to that. Uh, thoughts on Facebook? You know, it's funny. Um, Zuckerberg in his conference call was talking about um, <laughs> was talking about Apple, <laughs> how dominant they are. I do agree, but it's sort of like the uh, uh, the kettle calling the frog. Whatever. I don't know, but the you know, basically, you know, they they kind of like they, they kind of. Um, you know, they, they. You know, it's down a little bit today, but uh, you know, it's still pretty good. It's still within a trading range. It's still in this consolidated range here, from about um, this one forty four sixty one on up to, um, you know, the 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 high the 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 pivot at one three oh four. So we're still within a kind of a, in a trading range here. Um, this is not the time to buy it because it has pulled below the 10 day line. And unfortunately the order of these lines is not proper. Here's the thing. When you're looking at a chart like this, you want to see the 10 day line on top. You want to see the 21 day exponential below it. And then you want to see the 40 day. And then finally you want to see the 200 day. But in this case, the 40 day is on top. The 21 day is below that. The 10 day is below that. And the 200 day is is below that what does this tell us well what this tells me anyways is that for the long period of time we've been in a rising uh you know facebook has been rising over a period of time but in the short term it is selling off and the reason is because the the uh indexes index lines get lower and lower so the 10 days below the 21 day was below the 40 day so that tells me that there is a retreat going on here. Also, the 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 relative strength is forty four, and we have some some selling, some pretty serious selling on going on. That's on the daily chart. Let's look on the weekly chart. They they have good numbers though, because Facebook just has this great advertising model that is very very hard to beat. Now, um, you know, there was you know you probably could have bought it as it bounced off the two hundred day line. This is the weekly chart. Um, <laughs> but it looks like it can't get above the 21 days. So, so here's the thing I would say with Facebook. It, it Even though it has a great chart, 8 out of 9, and the ownership is stellar. It's 40, 46% funds. And the industry is very good, 54 out of 197. You know, it's just not time right now for Facebook. I think you want to put it on the watch list. Put it to the side. Don't buy Facebook right now. Wait for that to get stronger uh, before you before you buy, I'm not saying it's it's about stock. It's just it isn't in the season right now. Let's wait until the trend starts moving better for it. Uh, you know, let's let's just wait, let's just wait for the trend to move better. Then um, <coughs> we did go over Palantir, so I'm going to go on to this next one. Thanks, Wendy. Let's take a look at AMD. All right, AMD, and um, they had an earnings call that I listened to. Um, on uh, Tuesday, that was interesting. It's pulled back a little bit. This so often happens. You know, they'll come out, they'll announce these great numbers, and you can see there are great numbers in the sales. And then <laughs> the stock goes down, and you say, well, why does it do that? Why, why, why? That doesn't make sense. Well, the reason why it does that is because um, it, the everything is expectation. There's an old saying. It's basically a buy on rumor, sell on fact. Well, when the earnings come out, it's fact. So typically, even the very best companies, there'll be a lot of anticipation into earnings, and then, you know, if they if they don't just absolutely hit it out of the park, 
a lot of times they'll pull back. And that's essentially what happened today with uh, both yesterday and today with AMD. So it's fallen below the 40-day line. Um, you know, this, is a not, this, this isn't a falling knife or anything. This will stabilize, but, you know, you just want to put it on the watch list. It's not time to buy this one. Uh, yet, I mean, it's just, it's just not, it just not. The chart is not set up properly. I would not buy it at this level. All right, uh, and let's see. Okay, so we did that. Um, let's. Oh, American, <laughs> great, American Airlines. Thanks, Paul. Hold the line, Jet AAL, fly. Okay, well, you know, American Airlines. You know, a lot of these airline stocks. You know, people are you know people are holding on. I, I I'm not in any of the Amer. I'm not in any of the airline stocks. But I did hear. A, I did. I was listening briefly to CNBC um, this morning, and they were talking about uh, and 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 um, I think Mark was it. Uh, I can't remember the CEO's name of 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 uh, Southwest was on. They had um, Southwest is probably the best of them, all of them. Uh, in terms of profitability, they had the they in 50 years they had their first losing quarter this year, 2020. So um, you know it, there definitely is a short squeeze going on. There's a lot of people shorting. There were a lot of people shorting American Airlines. I want to kind of look at the short interest to kind of gauge the amount of it. Well, okay, so nine percent. So that's not too bad. It's not like GameStop, you know, where it's like 30 percent of the float. But um, is this viable? Well. It's pulled above the um, the first stage consolidation in 1863, and it is a good company. I don't think they're going out of business, and there has been a lot of buying. Is it possible? Well, it's right below. Right now, it's right below. Could you buy the 65 relative strength? This is a little bit speculative, but I do like this fact is that the 40-day line is above, you know, and the 21-day line is above the 40-day, and it looks like the 10-day now may start moving above the 21 day. And if that happens, then that potentially is a bullish sign in terms of, in, in terms of that it's pulled back a lot, but it looks as if it may make another run at the 1863 buy point. Now, if you were to buy this, the best place to buy it would be at 1863 plus 10 cents or basically 1873. That would be your best bet. As 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 a place as a place to buy it. Um, so here's what I would do with this one. I probably would not be an American. I'm not in any of the airlines, though. I may consider it that because the checklist just isn't strong enough. It's only 44. percent The ownership is very. It, it, the funds is good, and the industry. Well, it's uh, it's not as bad. I mean, transportation airlines not as bad. So so here's the thing. This is potentially viable. I. If I did buy this, I would probably only buy a, a, a half a position at this point. Um, I do think that where you want to buy it is about this 1863 level plus 10. So that's that's kind of where I would be be um, you know that that's where I would be looking to buy it um, if if I did buy it. Now I'm not I'm not really looking probably to buy that one just because. Oh, there we go. Let's let's see if I can hide that. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do here, AAL uh, set the buyout stop limit order for basically, um, let's say 
And that's sort of where I would be in it at that at that level uh, at eighteen at eighteen seventy three. So if you were going to buy this one, wait until it goes higher. It, it's it's been moving higher and it's pulled back. If it moves above this neckline tomorrow, if it moves above this level tomorrow, then I think you could buy it. But you wanted eighteen sixty three plus ten cents. 1873. So that's that's that would be kind of my take on uh, American Airlines, which uh, you know, I again, I don't think American Airlines is going out of business anytime soon. Uh, it's a major airline, uh, you know, and it and it's it's you know it's a flag carrier. So uh, you know that could be good. I mean, the, you know, we are eventually going to reopen. It's a little bit, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit speculative, but you know, it is going to probably. You know, it, 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 we are probably going to come back. Now, the question is when, and it may be too early. If you did buy it at this level, you'd want to keep putting your stop loss up on it. So, wow, I have come to the end of an hour, and I really appreciate everybody taking a look. I didn't get to all the questions, um, but here's the thing. Uh, let me see if I have anyone. Uh, never uh, increasing funds. Uh, by Microsoft today. Uh, by yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's fifty-five relative strength. Yeah, this is this is a good comment here. Um, uh, he wouldn't do okay. Yeah. Um. So so uh, you know, American. Here's the thing. American is relatively speculative right now. Uh, I want to look at American a little bit more because I do think it's a quality company. It's just you know, it's just the COVID thing. Uh, you know, it it will come back. The question is when. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I think that they have gone through, uh, but they're still bleeding cash. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be. You know, I want to be upfront about that. They're still bleeding, clack, bleeding cash. The question is how quickly can the economy reopen? I do think they are going to reopen the economy because there's just going to be so much pressure to do it. So I'm looking at it. I'm not saying I'm going to do it yet uh, with American Airlines, but I want to take a look at that one and possibly get back to everybody here. Now, if you're interested, I if I do do the, um, the American Airlines thing, I'm going to probably try to put together a little bit of an explanation of kind of, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing <laughs> to do that. And that, and, and the way that works is that I send those out in what I call action trade alerts. And, and basically what that is, is it's just, uh, you know, in basically they're free. And so basically what you do is if you're, if you're on TikTok, you just go to my profile and then, and then put the information in there. You'll, you'll be on the list for uh, the action trade alert. And if you're on, if you, if you're on YouTube, just go over to, um, you know, just, just go to, um, to, to www.dallastrainingfloor.com and then sign up for the free action trailers and they'd be on the list. And I, and, and so, uh, you know, I'll put them out to everyone, but, uh, this is, I, this is a little bit more in depth of how I would do the trade. Thank you very much for watching today. I'll be back at two 30 central tomorrow. So um, until then, happy trading, and uh, I hope to see you back here uh, tomorrow at 2.30. And in the meantime, if you want to get the action trailers, just go to www.dallas trading floor and sign up. All right, I will see you tomorrow.